Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA Podcast. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. We're back on track for another week, episode 33 in season three of the UFTA Podcast. We're going to just keep cranking these out, and we'll figure out our season four someday. Um, yeah, until then. Talked about it, but yeah. I mean, everyone's been loving these episodes that are going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter, kind of direct, actionable, to the point. Mm-hmm. So just rock and roll with it, especially, and this will kind of segue into our topic for today. But with the busyness of everything that seems to happen this time of year with the holidays and end of year things, depending on your job, things getting a little bit more uh, in depth there, or a lot of things and requirements and tasks are being asked of a lot of people in this season. Yeah, and basically, guys, like we, we brought this episode up, like Em and I were just talking. Um, we we go through this every year with hundreds of people, mm-hmm. and not, like friends and family, but like people that hire us to help them go through this. And the thing that seems to be a common denominator, as weird as it sounds, to talk about this and how like how awesome this time of year can be, is how stressed people are. And uh, our goal today in this episode was just kind of to acknowledge the elephant in the room that nobody seems to want to talk about, especially the caregivers, which tends to be a female um, of the family not just caregivers for their parents, but like caregivers for their entire family, they tend to take more of the brute of this with cooking, with shopping, wrapping presents, planning, organizing, and just making sure that the rest of the household is like just keeping up with like a maintenance factor, mm-hmm. right? But part of that maintenance factor of keeping up includes you, the listener. So Em and I just wanted to go over that whole, this these next 30 days, give or take, depending on when you're listening to this, basically through the new year uh, to help you through that portion of it as mm-hmm. best that we can from giving you guys strategies, tactics that work with well. the people that we work with here. Um, but it starts with you wanting like wanting to want this and wanting to be intentional and making sure you put your own oxygen mask on first. Like there's no other way to say it. Like you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And we've done an episode on that specifically in the past season three episode 20 the unselfish way to put yourself first there we go jordan coming through with the episode list right in front of him i'm sure but from there right once we decide that yes i have to put myself first it we then have to come back to these actions or these tactics that allow us to make that able to happen right me is the organizational person, not that Jordan is not, but perhaps the more organized on an average basis, tends to think, okay, how much can I plan ahead? How much can I schedule? How much can I look at my calendar and see in advance what decisions or what things are going to have to be done, what decisions have to be made, so that I know how I can best schedule my time around that. So when we're thinking from like a health and fitness standpoint, fitting in meal prep, fitting in a workout, 
those things all take time. And if we're trying to do that last minute, it becomes infinitely more challenging when we have, like Jordan was saying, not only the daily tasks, but the extras of the holiday season stacked on top of that. But if we can look ahead and say, oh, I know that I'm going to have family coming to stay with me the weekend before Christmas. I'm going to have to get my workouts in early that week. Awesome. It's much easier to say, oh, I'm going to do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday workout schedule. Yes, not ideal because I have to go back to back to back. But if it has to be done, it's better to create and sustain the habit of doing that versus let it fall entirely and then be picking up the pieces after the fact as well. The and, and we think about what you just said right there. Which which situation would you prefer? Like to be in control, looking ahead, being proactive and trying to like go through a maintenance plan. We're not trying to set any records over this next in December. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to stay on board. We're trying to holiday hold them is what our challenge is called here for you when we do for the members, right? We're just trying to hold our ground. Like we know how stressful and how much demand life is throwing at you these these next 30 days or through the month of December. So we're just trying to hold it, mm-hmm. right? We maintain, hold. And the true test, the true sign of all of your work that you put in, everything that you've done at any point in your life is what happens when you go to maintenance. Can you maintain? Cool, I lost 60 pounds on this nutrition plan. I gained it all back and more in six months or whatever. I got so strong on doing this, but then I hurt my shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't maintain it, right? So maintenance is the ultimate sign of success. This month is a time to just go to maintenance. We don't have to try to set any personal records. We don't have to try to create a new step goal, a new workout goal. Like, it's just about getting the reps in and being intentional about what we're doing. You can do that side of it, or you can be the reactive side, like you just said, and you get back to the new year and, like, kind of, like, go back, and you're like, well, uh, I kind of screwed up. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so much harder. I mean, it's a, a law of physics, but it's so much harder to restart something after we've stopped doing it, right? You're already likely, if you're listening to this, either hopefully in or looking to build a habit of some sort of workout routine or movement practice of sorts. If we're already in that routine and we just can keep that, that's way easier, even though it might take work and it might be a harder season to do so, that's easier than letting life kind of get in the way. We lose those habits of going to the gym, of getting our daily steps, of getting a walk-in, of prepping our food, of reading, of a breathing practice or a meditation. When we lose our routine of that, it's infinitely harder to get it back even if it seems like, oh, the new year, the new year will help and solve everything. It, it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. We like to think that, but we know the research and the stats on New Year's and New Year's resolutions, and that's just not the case. It's better off starting now or continuing now to let that carry through the less busy season. For sure, and, and I know not everybody's direct goal is weight loss, but literally everybody's direct goal in some way, shape, or form is want to look better, which usually involves weight loss, right? Fat loss in particular. The average American gains over seven pounds through Thanksgiving through New Year. So let's just say by the time we're listening to this, we're already a week plus in, potentially already a pound plus in, whatever else. So you're you just maintaining, you're already ahead of the average that's out there, right? Well ahead of it, which is awesome. 
the other part that I want to kind of piggyback off what M just said is when all of these things are being thrown at you, there's two pieces. One, get your calendar out and block off every holiday party or every holiday event, every family gathering that you know that could make you either stressed or slip off of your nutritional goals or workout goals on your calendar. We like to say just put an X on it. So we know that those days are gonna to be tough. We know that those moments are gonna to be tough. So we have to do a really good job working around those days so that we're not surprised by anything. We don't wanna wake up the day before or the day of an event and be like, oh shoot, I can't make my training session tonight because I have a work party at six, so I'm gonna cancel it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens then if I cancel that at 6 a.m. because I just realized it because I just woke up and I wasn't paying attention is, well, since I'm missing my workout today, I guess I'm going to eat this for breakfast. And I guess since I'm not working out today and I already ate that for breakfast, I'm just going to go out to eat for lunch. And then I'm going to have this candy bar, or this cookie that somebody brought in in the afternoon because you know what? It's been sitting there all morning and I am kind of hungry and craving it. And then you go and get blitzed at the, at the work party or the holiday party, right? Like it cascades. Again, it's about holding, it's about testing everything that you've learned and put it into action. So the calendar is a big part there. And the other part that you can do, instead of making this big, like glamorous idea, you can create three boxes. And this is a true exercise that anybody can do at any given time, but for this moment, you can put December. What do I need to keep doing? What do I need to start doing? What do I need to stop doing? Mm -hmm. Right, so we, we, we create those boxes. And when we say start doing, it's going to probably be holiday shopping, wrapping presents, planning, and it's going to be all those things that we hear. Yep. Um, you're not doing that every day throughout the other 11 months, mostly. Um, what do you need to stop doing? Like, what do you need to cut back on or stop doing? And then what are the things that you won't give up? Like, the things that M will always say is, like, like help your future self, putting yourself first, like, all the things she already said. Like, those are the things that you need to make a list of and you writing them down on a sheet of paper makes you consciously aware of them which has power then for you to follow through on them. There's mm -hmm. accountability to yourself when you write things down. So truly like write that down. Three buckets, three columns, whatever. Keep, start, stop. And then go to work on that. That's after your calendar by the way. Right. Yeah, get the calendar in and then you know when you need to do the actions you're writing on paper. Mm -hmm. Right? If your goal is to start doing a different workout, right? Start coming in and working out more. The best day to do that is not the day before you have a holiday party where you have family coming over because that's going to be the same day you're going to be deep cleaning the house and getting things ready and probably cooking and whatever else. So when you have the calendar with the actions, you can then pair those both together and create the plan that you can actually do and that is feasible, that is reasonable, that is accessible, doable, actionable, all the words that will then create the results you want. All right? the words that people need to hear though. For sure, for sure, right? Whatever whatever one resonated with you, <laughs> right. take take that one. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and all of those things, like every, everyone at this moment has good intentions. Like everybody that we talk to, that we work with, that we get a chance to help has good intentions but life demands just get in the way. We have to really, like again, we, we, we don't just say these things to just say these words. We, Emily and I don't, don't like to hear ourselves talk. We like to help people and empower people to make these changes and choices in their life. We literally had a member come in, was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. I said, remember what she just said? Remember yeah. that testimonial? Um, and she li she listened to all the episodes. Every single, li like, every single episode we've made, she's probably listened to some of them twice, which is even more like grateful for Real us. Real cool, like, right? yeah. Real cool, yeah. Um, 
But she was like, I just like how you let me dial into like the little things and get my shit together and make me keep going. Like mm-hmm. something along those lines. And uh, that's the whole point of this podcast. Like it's a surprisingly fresh take of how you can thrive during the holidays. And it's, guess what? Newsflash. You still have to put yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you also understand this. And we, we say this like from M and I. We are two coaches here, and all of our coaches at Unity will respect this too, who put others' needs before our own, but we still take care of ourselves mm-hmm. first in that same process. There's a difference between putting others' needs before your own and taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the big line. You can get them twisted pretty quickly, but those are two separate things. In order for you to make sure that you can put others' needs first with your full effort you need to make sure that you're operating at 100%. Mm-hmm. You can't operate at 100% if you're not working out, not exercising, not eating well, not sleeping well, overstressed. Like you are not giving 100% to those people. So they're getting a, a, a shell of you anyway. Yeah. And it, it all comes back to the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing that we've said here is change your entire routine, right? Change your entire eating habits. Don't participate in the holiday party, right? None of that is here, right? But what is here is find the non-negotiables. Make sure we can get in the workouts, get in the movement. Make sure we are prioritizing protein. If a goal is fat loss, make sure we are working towards at least that maintenance level and knowing that if it is truly fat loss, it's going to require some sacrifice throughout the holidays. Like it's hard, highly unlikely you're going to participate to the fullest, fullest degree and lose body fat in a lot of these, at least in a sustainable way, right? Without feeling like you have to starve yourself all day for the holiday party that's coming at night, which is not the move either. Don't skip meals, just eat normally. But that's in the whole probably other podcast in and of itself. Yeah, you skipping meals, people skipping meals, especially like when they say that they're fasting for breakfast, they're eating the same amount of calories or more just at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Right. Like fasting research, all of the latest literature, literature shows that. It also shows the long-term effects is very detrimental to female body. Mm-hmm. Um, so stop fasting all the time, I guess, if you want to learn something new and you right. just want to be slapped in the face in this episode. Stop <laughs> stop your damn fasting. Eat your damn breakfast um, for the most part. Uh, you, were, you were reminding me of... Um, our it, it started as our Super Bowl. Um, what how to how to how to party at a Super Bowl? Uh, three three things how to party at a Super Bowl, right? And then it, that carried over to the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then every I did it the second year in a row. Now I forgot to make the announcement until right. it was after Thanksgiving. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. When you're going to these holiday parties, especially if there's drinking, but if you're going to the holiday parties when you're drinking, you sip the first water next. You drink the second, water next, and the third drink is don't drink like an asshole or don't be an asshole. And when we go about the food side of things, eat slow, try a little bit of everything, don't eat it, don't eat like an asshole. Mm-hmm. When you can live by the asshole part of it, like don't drink like an asshole, don't be like an asshole, more than likely good things are going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. I know as weird as it sounds and everyone has their own definition of what an asshole is, but that's the point is mm-hmm. that we don't want to be that person, so we don't. Right. Well, and again, it's not that you can't have things. It's just recognizing the moderation, like Jordan was saying. Try everything. 
don't go into like no one likes the feeling of being over full we get caught up in the moment we get sucked into eating that one last bite trying this one next thing right and all of a sudden we're we're into a place where we don't want to be and no one necessarily likes that feeling i was just talking to another member where a lot of the things that we do that surround food often aren't about the food itself. It's about the connection that we feel. It's about the family. It's about the memories around it, right? It's not the actual food, even though it might be centered around sharing a favorite dish with your family. And that can be one part of it and often is one part of it. But knowing that that connection can be there without that necessarily needing to take place in excess, like George was talking about. Yeah, and I think you you touched on probably the final point. Like, if you're so stressed about doing all these things, like just just know when the body's stressed, like everything else compounded onto it is stressed. And like you you also can stress other people out by you being stressed. Like nobody likes to see you stressed, mm-hmm. right? I think of my mom in the scenario. Like the last thing I want to do is go home for the holidays when I just want to be home with the family and be with them and see how stressed like my people are. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you you will you will attest to that too. You don't sure. want to see it. So all we want to do is continue to help. Ask for help. Seriously, especially ladies, I know this is uh, the cultural shift says it's on you. Um, Ask for help. And the other part of it is just know like when you're stressed like that, like all of those things just build up and everything then becomes like a stressor. Like everything around you becomes a stressor. Like the things that usually don't stress you out start stressing you out. So when we go back to this scenario of uh, remember what the holidays are for, like Mm -hmm whether you're religious or not like really dive into that part of it be grateful for it and really enjoy like who's at the table with you Mm -hmm. absolutely keep that number one if if there's not a taking care of yourself first like if you just mentally can't commit to that emotionally can't commit to that be there for like appreciative of like everybody else at the table Mm -hmm. just the ability to be present right if if your one non-negotiable thing is just a deep breathing practice in the morning and like just truly being present throughout the holidays like mm-hmm. let that be the thing that you continue you keep doing yep. when we think back to our three three boxes that we reference like let that be your keep doing thing 100% so 100% I think that about wraps it up I think that's how we thrive in the holidays yeah as always, thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of the UFTA podcast. Share this with someone who you think will find it valuable. We always appreciate it, and we love delivering our surprisingly fresh takes to more people. Leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, download all the other things that help us to grow organically. And without further ado, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys.